0: Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Highly Lawyers, is here. His specialty is family law. Ian, Jim Kelly's girlfriend has just moved in with him. Right. It's a new thing. Uh, he uh, he didn't ask uh, this question. This is me asking. Okay. But it's good to have this, this knowledge, be aware of this kind of stuff when you uh, make a, a commitment like this. How long does he have <laughs> before he's totally screwed?
1: What? Well, do What do you mean totally screwed? Well, a lot of guys
0: who are, are thinking about moving in or a lot of gals that are thinking about moving in with guys, if, if you have, you know, your home, your stuff, and you're worried that someone might move in with you and ev- eventually take it away from you if things don't work out, are curious to know,
1: like, uh, what is that time? Because I've heard it's a year. I've heard it's six months. Like what is the time? Three months. People are saying three months that everything I have is hers. Well,
2: no, Jim, you're okay. (sighs) Well, I don't uh, have anything for her to take anyway. And uh, (laughs) Sarah's your girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm I'm sure she's a wonderful person, but under the Family Law Act, it's three years before you become obligated to pay spousal support. Oh, that's not bad. Still seems like a joke, but that's not bad yeah and and well there is something else there's something called a joint venture which is becoming um, more prevalent if you start sharing money together and do things like that then uh, one of you might have to owe the other but it's probably you Jim well, yeah. So if you have a joint savings account or something it gets a yeah. little
1: complicated, what if you did renovations on the house? How does that, uh, Ooh. and you both paid for the renos? Yeah. Let's Ooh. say, let's say there was a, like, we don't, we're, we're holding off on renos and all that stuff for, for a year. At well, least. in the summertime, hypothetically, you build a deck yeah, together. Let's say we spend 10
2: grand on a deck. Okay. What happens? Homeowner.
1: She takes the deck via helicopter.
2: Uh, No. No, not quite that, but that's the joint venture I was talking about. So if you're the homeowner, Jim, and it's a $10,000 deck and she puts in $5,000, then she'd be entitled to $5,000 or the deck Mm -hmm. goes up in value, maybe more. Hmm. But well, I, I know this is
1: not going to happen. Yeah, well, I'm not worried. Like Things are going great so far. Yeah. It has been two weeks. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> two
0: weeks
2: in. Everything goes amazing. well for two weeks, <laughs> at least.
1: Yeah, that, that it's it's scary, though, because you hear, like, you know, it, it is kind of rolling the dice. You know, you hope the relationship works out. But I, when you think six months or a year, if things don't work out, you already owe them something. That's a little intimidating. What, but I'm glad to hear that that's not the same. What about all the
0: this stuff, like f- stuff that Jim had Before she moved in.
2: Can she take stuff that was his before they moved in together? No. So the concept is that you keep what you had on the date of uh, marriage, or in this case, date of living together, and then it's only the growth in assets from the date of marriage, or potentially if it's a joint venture, from the date of cohabitation until separation. Okay. But, you know... I don't think this is going to happen. I think I think Sarah's going to work out. She's okay. great. That's what that's what all lawyers say.
1: You should get married right away. <laughs> no, <the only> th- <laughs> <only laughs> don't think about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> only thing I would say, Jim. Yeah. Oh, is this the best idea to talk about your?
1: It wasn't my idea, Ian! I didn't even know this was happening! So it's Taz's
2: fault.
0: I I do think it's the best idea. (laughs) I didn't
1: didn't say, oh, let's
0: get this in, let's let's find out. I think it's important for Sarah to know this information as well. Sure. So she knows that she
1: can screw me over.
0: Yeah, she just has to hang in there for three years and then she's set. (laughs) Not worth it.
1: Not worth it.
0: We were just talking about Baby Yoda. Sensation, Baby Yoda, all over the internet uh, from the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian, the new Star Wars show. If you haven't seen it, uh, you're probably wondering why there's so many Baby Yoda pictures popping up in your social media feeds. Mm -hmm. There's a guy in Toronto. This is how much people love Baby Yoda. Guy in Toronto, his name's Will Sloan. He's a podcaster, and he was banned from Twitter because he dissed Baby Yoda online, uh, there was an article that Esquire magazine put out. It the headline was "The Mandalorian has made Baby Yoda an icon of purity," a rare moment where we cross the internet aisles to simply say this is good. And he retweeted that and uh, uh, wrote, "I actually hope he dies painfully." <laughs> 15 to 20 minutes later, after being reported, Twitter sent him a notification claiming he violated its rules against abuse and harassment.
1: So Baby Yoda's so cute, you can't even harass him, even though he's a fictional character. He's not real. Uh, He's like
0: a a puppet and computer-generated image. But uh, the joke, I actually hope Baby Yoda dies painfully, was enough (laughs) to get this guy kicked off of uh, oh no, of Twitter. He was still allowed to view tweets. He just couldn't like or favorite anything. He says he told CTV News it was like being in Twitter jail. What a,
1: 1984, here we come. This is how it starts. Can't even say you want Baby Yoda to die a painful, slow death. <laughs> I disagree strongly. I love Baby Yoda, but that is ridiculous that you get banned for doing that. Yeah, Baby well, Yoda's okay. I'm coming around on him. You didn't like him at the start? Mm, I thought it was a little gimmicky. He,
0: I thought he was too baby Grootish. Like they did baby Groot and Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and then, uh, you know, baby Yoda. I'm like, okay,
1: this is the road we're going down, huh? But baby Yoda is 10 times cuter than baby Groot.
0: Yeah. His I, little white hair. His hairs. eyes. He looks more like a human baby. Baby Yoda does remind me yeah. of my uh, my little three month old daughter, <laughs> Amelia. Yeah. Kind of the same.
1: Maneurism. But it's one of those... Big thi- eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that with everybody loves him, it makes it more fun to hate him. hmm You know? So almost by defending him too much, Twitter and everyone else, it, it's going to turn everybody against Baby Yoda. You're such
0: a rebel. Oh, what an individual. You're the guy who hates
1: Baby Yoda? <laughs> the one
0: guy? You're so cool
1: Well, no. when the internet loves everything It's the way the world works Once, once right. something becomes too popular Everybody wants to tear it down It's yeah. like Nickelback Everybody sure. loved them at one point, Taz Sure, not everybody But they were
0: one of the biggest bands mm. in the world And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. You think Baby Yoda's gonna get Nickelback? It's
1: gonna get Nickelback hard trailer for the new
0: Marvel movie Black Widow has dropped online. Jim and I are just checking it out here in the studio. And I love this is my favorite part of this trailer. I love when they do this in movies. So Black Widow Scarlett Johansson is walking through like a, a an empty apartment. It seems like it's empty and she's calling out for somebody and they finally answer.
2: I know you're out there. I know you know I'm out here. So, are we gonna talk like grown-ups? Is that what we are? (laughs) It's good to see you too, sis.
1: Oh! It's her sister! Oh, in
0: the family. Yeah. Hey, come on out. I'll come out if you come out. Oh, there you are. Let's point guns at each other, beat the snot out of each other, throw each other through uh, plate glass windows, (laughs) and then start talking civilly because we're related. (laughs) This whole time. The classic movie trope. (laughs) How's mom? (laughs) Uh, Hey. Okay, I've had enough. Brother.
1: <laughs> what? Why are duh, you duh, fighting duh, if duh. you're related?
0: <laughs> oh, do you have that 5 dollars you owe me?
1: Cousin. What? <laughs> See you at Easter. And Judy.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> <Aunt> Judy. <laughs> Good to see you, too.
0: Aunt Judy. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. David Harbour is in it. He mm. looks like he adds a little bit of comic relief to the situation. Who's he supposed to be? This
1: red costume with an X on the front?
0: I think he's like uh, like Russia's answer to Captain America.
1: They're really running out of superheroes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Well, I, they're not running out of superheroes because it's like... Uh, Five more movies set to come out Marvel Comics movies And then there's like Six or seven TV shows That are going to be coming to Disney Plus I
1: need a break I don't know if I'm excited for any of them You're over it? Yeah You know what they need to do? What's that? Think about Baby Yoda
0: How hot Baby Yoda is right now Okay They need to just make all the superheroes babies now <laughs> Like I want to see baby. How cute would baby Iron Man
1: be? Yeah, there's a little baby in a suit. Baby Captain America. Hmm. A baby Hulk. Yeah. Me so angry. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I made him a uh, from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Me so. Ang- <laughs> Me so angry. Me fight you long time. Wow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, uh, the the babies. I open my uh, my my Twitter or social media feeds. All I see is people posting about this Baby Yoda character.
1: Mm-hmm. He's on Disney Plus. It's a marketing hit. Yeah, make them all babies. Give us something new. Yeah, like Baby Muppets, or you know, that's yeah, a classic Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. Yeah, little baby mm. Thanos is trying to get the Infinity Susu. Yeah, trying to get half the kids off the playground. <laughs> It's, it's so cute. <laughs> a little purple Thanos. The soother with all the little jewels in it. <laughs> uh, send yeah. us a check
0: when you when you come around and make this thing, Disney.
1: <laughs> I forgot, forget about going darker with like the new Joker. Nah, no. go back. Everyone just wants to see babies of their favorite <laughs> characters. This is a clipping from
0: a British tabloid. There's a, uh, a TV psychic... In England, his name's Derek Acora, and he does a Q&A uh, style thing in a, a British tabloid as well. Okay. And the headline is, Is George Michael okay? Question. I'm a huge George Michael fan. I can't believe it's a year since he passed last Christmas Day. I know you're in touch with Michael Jackson. Are the two of them together and still making music on the other <laughs> side? Was he scared as he died alone? From oh. Sally... 50 years old, old in Carlton, Nottinghamshire. Is that the most British place you've ever heard? It sounds made up. Carlton, Nottinghamshire. <laughs> Sally wants to know if George Michael and Michael Jackson are hanging out in the afterlife. The answer to the question from this psychic, George passed very peacefully and yes, he has met up with Michael Jackson on the other side. Where they are enjoying writing and performing songs separately and together. Oh, so you know it's true. They're also chatting about new bands and whether or not they have the latest music or not. They have access to any instruments or equipment they want. Musicians who cross over often do want to meet up with others so they can talk about their experiences on the earth plane and continue to enjoy making music. Hmm. So Michael Jackson and George Michael are teaming up in heaven, making music together, which may sound like some people's version of hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. They have all the instruments up there, not just harps. No, they got everything. Instruments that you can't even fathom. <laughs> they're like Dr. Zeus like horns and crazy things. They're just going to town making new music together.
0: If you could choose two dead musicians
1: to collaborate, who would you pick, Jim? Mm. I would do uh, Jimi Hendrix, Freddie uh-huh. Mercury. Jimi Hendrix, Freddie Mercury. Best guitarist, best singer. That would Ginger be epic. Ginger Baker on drums. Get a, a, a trio going. What about Jim Morrison from The Doors? Uh-huh. And Johann Sebastian Bach.
0: Let's get a little crazy. Okay. You think that that's your choice? Yeah, Bach and, or Beethoven. Yeah. and Let's go
1: Beethoven and Janis Joplin. All fun. <laughs> that would be cool to see what somebody from the 15th century would do with a, somebody from the 20th century. Hmm. Kurt Cobain and... Frank Sinatra uh, I was going to say I'm out of classic composers I only know two <laughs> uh, they have access to any instruments or equipment I would, they want I would like to see uh, uh, Beethoven and Notorious B.I.G. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> George answer George passed away very peacefully and yes funny you should ask he and Michael Jackson are on the other side <laughs> writing music and playing songs together <laughs> Anytime we bring up uh, skids, you break into cars, we start getting messages and calls. People, it's, it's almost an epidemic around here. Uh, Jim, I know you've had your
1: car window smashed and stuff stolen out of your car before, right? Smashed the window in the back uh, passenger side. Took about two bucks worth of change and had to pay 300 bucks to fix it. <sighs> Bunch of crap. So a guy I know... Parked his
0: car downtown overnight last week. It was American Thanksgiving, so I had a couple beers, uh, watching football, and decided to do the the safe thing and uh, leave his car downtown. So uh, he comes back to pick up his car next day, sees that uh, somebody has broken into it. It's a Jeep. And the soft top has been cut open. Oh, man. And a bunch of stuff is missing out of his car. Holy. So he decides to go to a bunch of businesses in the area to see if anyone has security cameras up. And he finds one business says, yeah, I I think we probably have your car on, on video. They review the tapes. And in the tape, you can see a guy at 10 after 6 in the morning on a bike and he, uh, he parks his bike, he goes over to the Jeep, cuts o- open the soft top with a knife, climbs in. He's in there about 10 minutes doing God knows what, maybe drugs or who knows why he's in there so long. But 10 minutes later, he comes out of this, uh, the side of this Jeep and gets on his bike, starts riding away. The crazy part is, as he's riding away, he's still in the frame of the security camera, you see the lights on the Jeep go off, and this guy I know showed up to pick up his Jeep at 619. Like two minutes after? No. You, they're in the same frame oh my on the security God. camera. If he was there 10 seconds earlier, oh. this guy would have been in the back seat of his Jeep. Oh, my God. With a, a knife on him, obviously, mm-hmm. that he used to cut open the... Uh, the Jeep, so uh, probably a good, good thing that he wasn't earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like he's, a
1: cornered animal.
0: Yeah, and he wouldn't be expecting it at all. He'd go to open his car, and this guy's back there with a knife. Anyways, he's like, "What do I do next?" Use the uh, the Find My iPad <gasps> app because his iPad was stolen along with his his bag. Yeah, he tracks the iPad to what he describes as a uh, drug house. <laughs> Or like uh, a run-down house full of people who may be on drugs. A den. A den of sorts. And he pays a guy 20 bucks to let him into the house. (laughs) Starts knocking on all the doors. Uh, He's got a couple buddies with him, too. A couple bigger guys. Yeah. Say, give me my stuff back or this place is going to be surrounded by cops in 20 minutes. And he got everything back. Almost, my God. Almost everything back. He didn't get his toiletry bag back, but I'd assume you wouldn't want that back (laughs) anyways.
1: Don't need that toothbrush right now. You know what? Keep the toothbrush. I'll take my, my iPad. Wow, good for him. He tracked him down via GPS, brought some buddies, got all his stuff back. Good for him in a
0: way, but at the same time...
1: Pretty dangerous thing to do. I guess technically, but they're, these people are such cowards. That's, the, that's what everybody wants to do, but would you do it? Should you do it? I guess I guess probably not. Did he end up calling the cops and reporting the heads? No. He got the stuff back. Hmm. That was the deal.
0: I still would have called the cops. I would have called the cops, too. I, I wouldn't have gone in there. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm a coward. I'd be terrified to go into some place and start knocking on doors. Imagine if the cops
1: went in, how much other stolen stuff they would have found. No kidding, huh? Jeez. They should call on the cops. on a cops. pile like Smog from Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> on a pile of iPads and iPods. Knapsacks yeah. and purses. Good God.
0: How mad would you be if you're on this flight? A woman was on an American uh, Eagle flight taking off from Florida Friday morning. They got in the air. Woman said she was having breathing issues and asked if they'd move her to a bigger seat. They did. And the pilot decided since she was in distress, it was a medical emergency. He'd turn around the plane, head back to uh, the departure airport so this woman could get some help. Like She was really struggling, having some issues. When they landed back from the airport they uh, left from, the woman admitted that she faked the entire thing because she just wanted a bigger seat. Of course. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then she refused to get off the plane. The pilot talked her into leaving. She was taken into custody. Uh, Criminal charges are probably going to come, and they should. Criminal charges. How angry. Like, you're a passenger who just, we're all crammed in on that thing. You're you're doing your thing. You put your headphones on. You're breathing through your nose, out through your mouth, just trying to get through it. And then there's this woman (laughs) trying to get a seat upgrade. Ruins your day. That's, yeah.
1: I feel like everybody's faking it to a certain extent to try to get treated better, like with the fake animals, the support animals. Everybody's kind of faking it. Well, not everybody. Well, there's some people and actually. The problem is it's the
0: people who fake it ruin it for the people who legitimately have issues, right? Mm -hmm. Because listen to what you just said. You feel like everyone's faking it. They're not. There's some people who need their support animal or they need... Uh, you know, assistants getting on and off the plane—they don't just don't want to be the first one to get on. You know what I'm you saying? You don't think
1: the majority of people sitting in those wheelchairs just didn't want to stand in line when you're in the terminal? The problem is there's people who fake
0: it, <laughs> so that's how other people look at them. Yeah, right. I know. Like when I go out to a restaurant, I have legitimate food allergies. Yeah, I've I've had anaphylactic shock, cardiac arrest before because of something I've eaten. But when I order at a restaurant, I can see it in some servers' faces. They're like, "Oh, here comes another one of these picky jerks making my life difficult." I, I stress. I'm like, "No, listen, it could kill me. I can't have it."
1: Yeah. But they don't believe me. You just sure? like you don't
0: believe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you you just like feeling special. <laughs> You're not allergic
0: to shellfish. You're just selfish. <laughs> Yeah, I hope she uh, helped they throw the book at her. Yeah, me too. She's going to fake a metal, medical emergency so she can get into a nicer jail cell. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.